3: Get the rope... I get the flashlight. Yeah, yeah, then
4: we swipes
3: the money. And then we on easy, sweet. Ain't no boss telling on what to do. We ain't got no tax man. We ain't got no coppers. All we got is a life on the run. We should get some plastic surgery in Mexico. That way no one will recognize us and then burn off our
4: fingerprints. And never speak to our families again.
3: And always live in fear of the street camp. Yeah,
4: Easy Street. Heisting is fun. Wait a second! If we burn off our fingertips, how are we going
3: to steal all the jewels? <laughs> Slip it out of our bloody hands.
4: Ah, <laughs> uh, heisting.
3: Heist—it's such a funny word. And I even looked up the thesaurus of it.
4: Oh, the thesaurus.
3: Yes, we got caper, larceny, theft, pilferage.
4: Okay, these are what these are all like synonyms of all, heist.
3: Yeah. Five Ooh, fingered Pilferage
4: discount. I like pill forage. Yeah,
3: that sounds very medieval. Like I'm stealing your butter.
4: Yeah, yeah. I feel like you. Yeah, you pillage. Yeah, it's pill, for, oh, pill forage. Yeah, so it's a little nicer than pillage.
3: Pillage involves rape.
4: Yeah, does it,
3: you think? Rape and pillage goes together like chocolate and peanut butter. Mm, I love chocolate and <laughs>
4: peanut butter.
3: Well, <laughs> <laughs> this would be a fun episode. We've been at the studio all day in silence.
4: Oh, I literally took, I think the studio's first nap before this show. So hopefully- I wake up in uh, in any any moment now.
3: You were great. I I did not draw a penis on your face. Thank you.
4: Was I snoring?
3: No. You looked like you're very peaceful. I went in the back and I watched TikToks of Cajun guys making gumbo.
4: Oh shit! Hell yeah! Well, you know. It, secrets out the couch in the studio it's my old couch yeah it's still it's got my dent in it you know like i fall i fall i slide right in there yeah it's real nice you know memory oh my god i'd slept so many days on that couch and it was nice to give it one more go i don't think i farted once either
3: No, well, I wasn't in there. You were all by yourself. Was
4: I? Thank God. Yeah. I
3: almost slept in here overnight one time Mm -hmm. because I had to be up in the morning to come back here and it got really dark and I was like, I'm scared. I can't. I feel like a ghost would finger me here.
4: Who knows? If they're lucky.
3: (laughs) (laughs) If they're lucky.
4: I might have gotten fingered by a ghost. We'll see what happens. I'll give her the old check. We'll see my next poo-poo, what that's like. (laughs) Man. You know, I love a good nap, and that, it's you know, it's it's a it's another luxury of being big. Not only can I fall asleep wherever I am, but if you ever asleep somewhere and you're my size, like everybody tiptoes. It's like don't wake up, Daddy, because you right?
3: Because you might be like, who woke me up? Oh found
4: Yes, right. It's me. It's me. I'm big. Me. I scream when I sleep.
3: They're right. People love waking me up. Get up. Come on, Amber! Get up,
4: you fucking! <laughs> Get up!
3: No sleeping in my house.
4: Oh man, well I'm excited. This is going to be a fun episode.
3: Yeah, I got a couple heists. That's yeah. so silly.
4: Yeah, we I, I researched a couple heists, and then I, you know, I kind of just I think it'd be fun if we. We talk about like if we committed a heist what I that stole would a painting like? once. You stole a painting? That's
3: right, but it was in Louisiana, so that heist movie is all dumb and slow. We <laughs> come on down to the Crawfish Bayou painting.
4: Where's the painting now?
3: Um I gave it back.
4: You gave it back? Sorry. That's a horrible
3: heist. I know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> did you did you get caught?
3: No. I just no. dropped it right out. My friend was, was having a birthday. And it was mm-hmm. on LSU's campus and it was in like some hall or whatever. Yeah. And I remember I got a little tipsy and I walked into a room and I saw a painting and I was like, I'm taking it. Yeah. I put it in my car, drove home drunk. And then woke up the next day and was like, I saw it was all signed and shit. And I was like, oh, no.
4: (laughs) Like, There's like
3: football players signed it. Oh, Like legendary LSU football players. So it
4: could be worth something.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I gave that right back. And I drove drunk. I'm not a good person in college.
4: Oh, man. College. I mean, speaking of college heists, I mean, we used to go around every Christmas. Not every Christmas. The first two years when... You know, we weren't uh, allowed to go to bars because we were too young. So we were mm-hmm. just like drunk and had misplaced, you know, like rage—not rage, but just mischief. Right. And uh, we would steal the uh, the lawn bag, the big plastic uh, lawn uh, Christmas or, uh, things. Right? Yeah. And we would, we would, we, what we would do was sometimes we would steal them and then take them to the shooting range and then shoot the shit out of like them. Like
3: Santa Claus and stuff?
4: Yeah. 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 Like a Mickey Santa Claus <laughs> and like a Mrs. Claus. That's fine. Like, yeah. But then other times we'd like swap them, you know, from like some people's yards, like, We would take some that were in some people's yards and then switch them with ones that were in other people's yards. Okay. Yeah. And then we, so that would be confusing. Did people notice? I don't know. I never talked to them. You know, I never, you don't never, don't return to the crime scene. That's right. You know, (laughs) don't do what I did. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, taking them and shooting them was a lot of fun.
3: I bet. I love shooting things like a toilet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just oh yeah, cans. Toil- toilets
4: fall apart real easy. With yeah, yeah, they they fall apart good. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, we, but yeah, though, that was good. And um, and I had the one true heist I was a part of was um the great bowling ball heist of of ninety seven.
3: Oh no! What happened there?
4: Um. Well, the statute of limitations for theft in Florida is five years, so I feel like I could talk about this. There you
3: these. go. Bowling balls are heavy, though.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so we were at Don- Boca Raton. Mm-hmm. Me and my buddy, Tim Dean, I'm putting his full name out
1: there. Tim.
4: Uh, we, um, we, we, they were sending off uh, the bowling balls to get refinished at Don Carter's. And, uh, and Tim and I were there, uh, late night hanging out as you do when you're not allowed to go to anywhere when you're a youngster.
1: Mm-hmm. And
4: I think I was like 16 or 15 at the time. Troublesome age. Oh yeah. Just reds looking for me, literally searching everywhere for mischief. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, we saw, we noticed at the bowling alley they were sending all the bowling balls off to be refinished. Mm-hmm. And so, and they were in boxes of four. And so, in the morning, because the bowling alley is not open during the morning, yeah, you know, we came back through and we heisted over thirty-two bowling balls, eight Whoa. boxes. Eddie, yeah, thirty. We heisted them hard. We put on some rage against the machines, some yeah. sabotage, Beastie Boys. And we, uh, we heisted these fucking bowling balls. would you do?
3: I would throw them personally. If me, I would throw them off of the roof.
4: Oh, uh, we gave everyone, if it was someone's birthday or whatever, we just gave them a bowling ball. That's really For funny. like a year and a half, we just gave people bowling balls until both of our parents were like, Get these bowling balls out of our fucking house, <laughs> and then we dumped all the bowling balls at some uh, middle or uh, elementary school down the street. Oh, that's fun. And we just threw them in the. We threw them there, and then uh, all the kids had to do a report on uh, where all the bowling, where they thought all the bowling balls came from.
3: Could you given back to society? Yeah, Ed?
4: yeah, no, no. Only reason we found out about it is because our buddy's uh, little brother had to like. He told him about the report, and he's like, "My friends threw the bowling balls there." <laughs> and so that's it was, amazing.
3: So if you are listening and you grew up in Florida and you had to write a report on bowling
4: balls, yeah. please
3: contact us. We'll give you a sticker.
4: That's right. I'll send you a fucking sticker. But you know that was uh yeah. I forget. I don't remember the name of the school, but it was in West Boca. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we threw those bowling balls everywhere. That's so it, fun. It was fun for years. I mean, those things, bowling balls, surprisingly durable. Yeah. You know, you never live to you like bowl a bowling ball down the middle of a residential street and
3: on the gravel. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, like,
4: like, yeah. And it, like, it just like, go- like, It goes. That, that could a d- hit a car. It could right? hit a lot of shit. It hit, it hit a dog, an old lady, take out an ankle, you Damn. know, but we were lucky. We didn't hurt nobody.
3: Okay, great heists of our youth. Yeah,
4: it's weird how there's a statute of limitations on stealing, but Florida's still after me from a speeding ticket in 2003.
3: My God, I just heard today on TikTok that Florida, you can't buy home insurance.
4: Yeah, there's no, they're not well, South Florida. There's no more insurance. Really, all the what? insurance companies went bankrupt after the last hurricane, and so they're just not insuring homes in South Florida anymore. So
3: just like best of luck, Floridians.
4: Kinda, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I think if you have an older policy, it's still good. But okay. they, I mean, it does. I mean, you saw with Katrina, it didn't matter if you had it. The insurance company still wouldn't pay. It would take like a fucking decade to get your, you know, to get the money. Wow. You know, if but I was yeah. in
3: Florida, I would straight up build a house and not pay tax. And just be like, what are you going to do? There
4: aren't many taxes in Florida. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you could, it's not far off. Maybe. Although, they did find that one dude who was living completely off the grid and they told him to go fuck himself. <gasps> and he like had to, like you know, not use his uh, his uh, solar panels and shit. Why? Yeah. Because they, I mean, because you got to be on, you got to be on the grid. I don't
3: agree with that. That's a great heist, just yeah. escaping from society.
4: Yeah. 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 You, go, you do that in Puerto Rico, probably. Right. I'll tell you, when I was there, man, there was plenty of uh land unaccounted for, I would say. I like that. I guess so. All
3: right. Heist.
4: Heist, yeah. No, we got jokes. But before we get started, um, I wanted to throw a good plug out there for our upcoming live show. It's uh this comes out on Friday, so this is gonna our, our show is a week from today. Wow. Uh on uh, July twenty first, that's a Friday. Uh, 9 p.m. over at the Pack Theater, that's 6320 Santa Monica Boulevard. Amber and I will be hosting our bi-monthly stand-up show, Brighter Side Live. Very creative title. <laughs> and uh, this in this week we're going to have on Jeff Ross and Nicole Buchanan it's going to be a big family show I got lots of family oh. coming in from New Jersey so it's going to they're going to be they're rowdy fucking fuckers oh man. I was
3: about to say so I'll do my clean material but no, sounds no, like no no you
4: could I mean they they live with Jeff and I they, okay. uh, they get it you okay. know like they, they're the rowdy Jews you it's know? so
3: weird being around other people's families and not knowing how they're supposed to be because my family's just like you do not curse yeah. you don't take the Lord's name in vain and some yeah. families just like you can take a shit on my floor. Oh
4: know? yeah, no, they're all gonna be hammered and shit. And okay. none of the weed smokers are coming out, unfortunately. But you know, we'll still have a good time. Right. Nice. Yeah, you know, but it'll be, it'll, be, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. I got we're all coming in for my cousin Melinda, her uh her boyfriend. It's his 50th birthday. So <gasps> we're all gonna celebrate it all weekend. Oh. We're gonna go on a boat one day. And we're gonna go I don't know. She's got all kinds of shit blown. Who knows? I I just said yes. You, you know. just
3: woke up from now like. we're going on a boat. Yeah, we're
4: going whatever the boat wants. You know, feed it gas. Let's <laughs> get out of here.
3: <laughs> I love boats. One time I drove a pontoon boat down the Mississippi mm-hmm. and it was very fun. Yeah. I felt like I was in a heist, Ed.
4: Yeah, where would you heist?
3: What well, would I heist yeah. if I was on a boat? Lots of diamonds.
4: Diamonds? Diamonds on a boat. I would do. I feel like a good heist on a boat would be a river boat. Would yeah. be Cool. More than a. Po- You're not going fast on a pontoon boat.
3: No, no, no. Yeah. But I would do like a speed boat with lots of diamonds and gold. Oh,
4: yeah. Like so much that they're like flying off the back of it and shit. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I have a scarf and some sunglasses and like helicopters are finding me. Yeah. And you flipping have them like off. a
4: full martini glass that's not yeah. spilling. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that's my heist. I mean, heels somehow. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Looking great.
4: Oh, my God. Well, I got some jokes. You want to talk? You want to tell some jokes?
3: My Louisiana thing was that was my one joke. And also the greatest Mm. heist is um, my precious time spent on social media. Fucking A. Just takes it away. You're stealing it, Instagram. I can't wait to be on my deathbed and being like, I love the TikToks.
4: Do you do any of the phone games? Like I I got addicted to a phone game recently. Yeah, and I feel like a fucking idiot.
3: I don't give them money. That's oh, my no. Draw. I won't.
4: I won't give. I definitely won't give money. Yeah, but they. It's, it's a total time suck, and I just like. I want to keep progressing, even though it means absolutely nothing. <laughs> it means nothing. It, mean, it could mean it's not even like a real video game. It's no. just like yeah. It's uh. Which one is it called? You know what. I'm not going to plug it because they can go fuck. They're stealing my time. They only steal the people. The, the I'm stealing the people's time. Yeah, I, the, the, I get them, have them dipping into my time that I'm already stealing from the people. That's right.
3: If they're not charging you money, you're the product.
4: That's right.
3: Fuck. Do you get the ads where it's like a king drowning?
4: Oh, He's yeah. Like, help me. Yeah. Help me. Oh, my God. Fucking, I had one where like Ben Feldman was like fact checking it. And then, like, it's all like the Church of Scientology. And yeah. Though I saw one game that they're advertising, it was so disgusting. It was like, a woman who couldn't get pregnant and like she was just like crying over like an empty crib and then like her husband was cheating on her and shit and it's just like, this is a video
3: game? Is it the one with like the girls (laughs) with the smelly armpits? No, I didn't see that one. one. Those are always funny.
4: Yeah, and they just get embarrassed because of like their... Playing into people's fears and insecurities and like making a game out of it. Yeah. Good God. I need to quit this fucking phone game bullshit. They got me though. They got I, you. I spent like a whole like month on this fucking
3: thing. Well, you could move out into the woods and get solar panels. You
4: could still have fucking phone games out in the woods.
3: Though. I don't know. I think you gotta be hunting wood. Hunting wood? Okay. You gotta- <laughs>
4: That's a bachelorette party.
3: That's right. (laughs) Come in. Come
4: in. I got a joke. Yeah. Uh, A heist is classier than a robbery. You know, like during a robbery, you'll probably get pistol whipped. But in a heist, they'll do it when you're not home and probably clean up after themselves. Yeah, we go
3: in their French or something.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They got a handlebar mustache and a turtleneck.
3: That's right. Yeah,
4: yeah. My goal in life is to get to a place where it's worth the trouble for someone to actually try and pull off a heist of my belongings.
3: Oh, right. Like, Ed's got such good stuff we got to steal.
4: Yeah, like now, like, if someone tried to heist me, they'd just be like, what the fuck are we doing here? They could steal your dogs. Oh, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I put handles on Rambo and so they could pick him up. You You're know, two old dogs. Yeah, my dude, you can't get any money for these dogs.
3: I don't know. They, I, are,
4: cele- they are half celebrities.
3: I've thought about um, giving up my career and stealing dogs.
4: Oh, people steal dogs.
3: And then sell them back to the owner. Have you seen like, Seven I Psychopaths? Yeah, yeah,
4: a whole movies about that. It's of dog thieves you and, make a lot of money, and then they steal Woody Harrelson's dog, and the shit hits the fan. <laughs> oh yeah, I, yeah, people dogs got stolen in Florida all the time.
3: Would you kill someone that tried to steal Tootsie?
4: I mean, yes. I don't know if I would maybe. Well, I would definitely like. Would you like John Wick them? I would imagine if I could get my hands on them and I was stronger than them, I would fall on them as I was wrestling them, get them to the ground. Right. And then just bash them on the ground until they were a puddle. There you go. (laughs) For your 2,000-year-old dog. I mean, I would fucking murder someone. The trouble. I mean. I've poured a lot of money into Tutsi, you That's know. Right. It's a, she ain't going nowhere. Isn't she like two hundred
3: years old? Like legit?
4: Whatever sixteen times seven is.
3: I'm not a scientist.
4: Yeah, I, uh, Lord knows. Here, I you know I'm not a scientist either. But I gotta I gotta calculate it. What's this? Sixteen times seven equals a hundred and twelve. Jeez. God damn it! She's a diamond, that She's, lady. Yeah. Um, she
3: likes her lentil soup.
4: Oh, speaking of, I got a good I got the I got a good joke speaking of cats and dogs. Uh, uh a cat burglar is someone who dresses nice and will scale a building to steal diamonds. A dog burglar is someone who jumps on your kitchen counter and violently rips open a bag of beef jerky. <laughs>
0: That's right. I could eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I could eat it. Hur, hur, hur. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. So
4: yeah, this is this is fun. Yeah, I talked about my my heist, the great bowling ball heist.
3: Wonderful. That was a lot of fun.
4: Um did you learn about any
3: I got a couple heists. Yeah. And I wrote it out like a real professional. Let's talk about it. Okay. On March 29th, 1997, Philip Noel Johnson, who is a driver for the Loomis Fargo armed car. Stole eighteen point eight million dollars. Damn, when was this? This was in nineteen ninety seven. So it's like twenty million. It's Rock
1: and roll. Good for him. Inside job.
3: Yeah, he was doing it. Uh, he took a long time to like plan it out. At the time, this was the largest cash heist in American history. Hell yeah! He's currently out of prison. He got out in twenty twenty, just in time for COVID. Nice. Can you imagine getting, getting in out prison?
4: of prison oh my god <laughs> COVID? And getting out and you're like, all right, well, you can't leave your house. I guess that's most people who get out of prison get have to stay on house arrest for a while. I
3: anyway. guess maybe it's like a like an easy, easy.
4: It's actually society. probably better to be thinking about it. You know, because right. he gets to like, you know, ever the whole world's on house arrest and he gets to also be on house arrest. Usually it's a punishment. No, it's just a requirement. That's
3: man. right. Um yeah. he almost got away with it. Um, he would apparently been planning it for 10 years. Wow! He was a driver making $7 an hour. And That's was- the thing. Yeah. You don't want these fuckers to steal from you. Pay them. Pay them really well. He was very disgruntled, very angry. Even his lawyer was like, I think that he thinks he did the right thing.
4: He, I think he did. Yeah. Fuck Wells Fargo and their stupid hiney. Absolutely. They, were, they steal from people all the time and they get a slap on the wrist. They literally were encouraging their fucking tellers to open up these fucking fake accounts for people. Do you remember this? It was a whole scandal. What? It was a whole big thing a couple years ago where Wells Fargo was literally opening accounts for people. And, like, like, it was disgraceful. And they got sued for a bunch of money. But no one goes to prison because they're so high up.
3: Wow. They probably stole more money than this motherfucker. I guess if you're already rich and you steal money, it's considered like, good job, son.
4: Oh, yeah. No, you get fired in a payout of millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's such horseshit. Fuck them. Fuck them. And
3: their overdraft fees. You
4: fucking Wells Fargo pieces of shit. He didn't kill anybody. No. He didn't go postal. Wells Fargo, man, they they were, oh, the bad check fees and all yeah. that shit, man. They're the fucking thieves. Yeah, fuck them. This happened in Jacksonville,
3: Florida, by oh, the way. Yeah,
4: rock and roll. I always say Jacksonville is a bunch of thieves and liars. Yeah. But, you know, they got the jumbo shrimp, two, three, four. We, we are, are the, the jumbo, jumbo shrimp. Here to play a game. Oh. Yeah, no, but they, uh, yeah, so I like Jacksonville, but it's a rowdy bunch. It's, it's where Skinner's from. Really? Yeah.
3: Damn. I hear the farther north you go in Florida, the southern it gets.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause it actually turns into the South. Jack- Jacksonville is part of the Bible Belt. So is Tallahassee. Scary. Yeah. That shit gets, it gets different up there. You like can't sell booze on certain days. Ooh. Not in Jacksonville, but, uh, you know, or in Tallahassee. Dry
3: towns. Yeah.
4: But there are, they exist up there. Scary.
3: Um, Instead of going home after his shift ended, Johnson was like, we're doing this today. He just decided it that day. He overpowered two coworkers. Hell yeah. He handcuffed one in the bedroom closet of his Florida home. Of his own home? Of his own home. What, they pick him up at the house with the fucking armored car? Yeah, I don't know how he like, (laughs) because I'm trying to work out this timeline. So he's in the armored car fucking- punched these two guys out, drove it to his house and handcuffed a guy in his be- in okay, his room. Okay, And he left some snacks and a jug of water. That's nice. For the guy.
4: It's really nice. I mean, it's his friend probably. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's his friend. They've driving together for 10 years. Yeah. And then he drove all the way to North Carolina with the other coworker there and he handcuffed him to a tree.
4: In North Carolina from Jacksonville?
3: Yeah. That was That's like,
4: like six hours, seven hours.
3: A road trip of being kidnapped?
4: I guess so. Or, you know, just like doing them a favor by pretending they were kidnapped, you know? Right. Like, if I don't handcuff this guy to a tree, they're going to send him to prison, too.
3: Right. Maybe said, was, these are theories. These are these theories. These
4: are working theories, as we listen to
3: them. I mean, it's the 90s. You could do anything. Dude,
4: back, man, that is like one of the things I, you know, heist like- I know it's wrong to steal. Like I get the morals and shit like that. But man, do I miss a day and age when you could still commit crimes?
3: Oh, my God. Run from the police?
4: Oh, my God. Try doing that today. You can't heist anymore. Heisting, I feel like, it's done.
3: Drones? No.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. Helicopters and shit?
3: You know what? I figured out a way. I'm still going to get back to the story, but I figured Mm -hmm. out a way to get through the drones. Bird feed.
4: Bird feed? Bird
3: feed. You get a drone full of bird feed and fly it all around you, oh. so you're covered in birds.
4: Oh, okay. That's yeah. interesting. I like that.
3: They can't get you. Yeah. Uh, so he hid the money in a shed in North Carolina, and he fled to Mexico.
4: Okay.
1: He
3: was coming back to the USA to get money out of his shed when a border patrol agent saw that he was acting really weird, and they found out his passport was fake with an alias. Oh, they Found out who he was. Oh, man. When he was arrested, he was carrying $11,000 on him. And he reportedly spent sixty five thousand dollars in Mexico with six different bank accounts. Man. I think it's
4: fine. He's giving back to Mexico. Yeah, I mean, you can't be leaving stuff back in America. If you flee America, you're you, done. You can't come back. You can't come back. That's the thing. He, he had. To, he should have figured it. But they stop you at the border if you got too much cash.
3: Eleven thousand dollars. That's yeah. a lot. But
4: it's harder to come back to America than sneak out of America. That's for damn sure. Yeah. You know, that's you could. Sure. Yeah, that's where he messed up. He should have never left the money in North Carolina.
3: No, yeah, what? Bring it to Mexico. Bring he obviously to Mexico. took a plane.
4: Yeah.
3: Um. I. This is a comment on a YouTube video. Somebody okay. Said I personally knew him through a Christian singles group where he was selling Christian books. I was totally shocked after heard- the heist. I think before the heist. Oh, okay. I was totally shocked when I heard the news because he was a very mild-mannered and mostly quiet guy. Go figure.
4: Well, you know, if one thing I learned about being Catholic, those motherfuckers love to steal money. Yeah. Oh, that's their whole thing. They the tithing? Lo- the the, the taking. They love to the take. <laughs>
3: And um, I have another one. More people stole from Wells Fargo, also in 1997, in North Carolina. Let's
4: hear about this. I love this. Inspire some people. Yeah. In
3: 1997, also, 7.15 a.m., police got a call from Tammy Gant saying her husband hasn't returned home from his job at the Loomis Fargo, and she's worried. Well, the police... And Charlotte, North Carolina, went to observe and saw a warehouse door was open and the chain link fence was open. The vault was locked, but all the keys were missing. No signs of forced entry. tapes from the security cameras. VCR was taken. In a second cabinet, they found another VCR with a tape going and they saw the, the supervisor, David Gant taking money.
1: Mm.
4: So the
3: FBI was called in.
4: Something you just can't do.
3: That's right. Yes, <laughs> they had to break in the vault with a giant steel thing. Seventeen million dollars. Ooh, that's happened twice. Yeah, so the, I know.
4: You know, Charlotte's a big uh, banking town. Did you know that? Yeah, it's a money town. I think a lot of people don't realize that. Oh, a lot of bank headquarters, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and interesting. it like is pretty. Yeah, so it's a big. Ba- it's a big money. There's a lot of money in Charlotte. So, so if you're looking steel. for somewhere to knock off. Right. Charlotte, North Carolina's got a lot of cash on here.
3: I love it. Uh, none of the cash was marked, so they couldn't find it. They couldn't trace it. Hell yeah. And the guy had a twenty four hour head start.
4: Man, so how far did he get before they got him?
3: Um let's see. Yeah, I think it took like a few days, they found him. But they got him. They got him. His wife was in on it. His other, co- it was like eight people that. Went to jail oh wow!
4: So she was in on it.
3: She was because they found the wedding ring in the ashtray of his car, uh-huh. and they're like, "Oh my god, he must have left his wife. How sad!" And like the police were interviewing the wife, and she was just distraught and being like, "He came home and put the groceries up last night. I didn't. He's not like this. So I don't know." But she was in on it.
4: Oh man, you gotta be yeah. She, you just keep your mouth shut and act stupid. Yeah. Just like I don't know I love him there's no know. way he could have done this you know right. I'm a victim you know that's that's the shit Yeah Oh, yeah. Well, it was a good heist. I Operation like those. Charlotte is what it's called. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that.
3: See, I would say if you're going to heist, go for places like New York City. Really? Because I think I feel Charlotte- like
4: there's no way to get out. It's an island, there's only
3: bridges and tunnels. I think there's so many people. I hide out in Chinatown. That's exactly what I would do.
4: I mean, stick out like a sore thumb. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um, yeah. Should have went to Welsh Town. <laughs> <laughs> right. But there's so many people.
3: You can just hide in there. I yeah. By my hair, mm-hmm. you know, just like sneak amongst the people.
4: Yeah, see, I, I, to me, you, you're you're better off heist in like, you know, some like Greenbow, South Carolina. You know, like somewhere where right. no one is. You know, but
3: the thing about those kind of towns, like the Republicany kind of towns, they're very armed mm-hmm. and they have high security. So, like, I remember flying into the Mississippi Airport and Gulfport. Like, yeah. who would have thought this was? That was the first place I ever saw the like the the thing where you put your hands up and you got like wow wow yeah you know it was there
4: I mean yeah I mean it, it spread all over the country I mean yeah. I can't remember when I haven't gone through one of those I guess it was in two year two thousand. But, uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but usually, those small towns, like especially the more Republican money towns, mm-hmm. they've got the cameras that are actually up and running. Yeah. This... I don't think New York City has the cameras.
4: Oh, New York City's covered in cameras. They, they have so much, it's the most security in the world, probably, is New York City.
3: I don't think a lot of security cameras work, Eddie. If you think about it on the news, mm-hmm. everything you've seen of like a fight happening or a theft, it's usually caught on someone's cell phone. We don't need the security cameras to work when we have it on our phones.
4: I mean, they work in, in uh, the, the NYPD's been caught on plenty of cameras. So now the cops are all wearing cameras. Oh, right. You know, this, I feel like there's cameras. I, new York, I wouldn't fuck around in. I would. not I, 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 Bring cop, a gun we, to we Wall We do Street. know the NYPD kills people. Yeah. And beats the fucking piss out of them. You know, so I'm not trying to fuck with those dudes.
3: Don't they have a new mayor that's not doing too hot?
4: Eric Adams, he's a former cop. Right. He's a, he's a pretend Democrat. These guys, he's, he's masked, he's a Republican, masking is a Democrat, he's a cop, he's very, uh oh, He looks the, mean. He's, he's the wrong, he's the guy who beat Ben Kissel for, uh... A uh, Brooklyn Borough President. If we could only go back in time. Yeah, well, they, he did. Kessel didn't have a chance. <laughs> I, I, I was just watching his movie. We I went down to San Diego uh, last week. And if you were in San Diego, came to the show. Thank you very much. A lot of fun. Uh, but I was with Travis and Kessel and we did the show together. It was a blast. Um, but watching that movie, I, I remember I thought that ben, I legitimately thought Ben was going to win. Like, I really did. Like, I don't know if it's just because I'm a good friend. But then, like, you know, no one voted for him. It oh, was like, I mean, he got, well, he got like 60,000 votes, which is a lot. Yeah. But it was like 1.8% of the vote. You know, so that's really not that much when you're talking about Brooklyn.
3: Yeah. I mean, you got to hit the boroughs. You got to go to the Hasidic Jewish community and talk to them.
4: Yeah, You talk to some old people. You know, he hit the town. But, yeah. you know, it's nothing you could do. And you're going against a Democrat in Brooklyn. Yeah, we well, just yeah. do People just blindly vote for the Democrat. They don't think about it. He
3: ideas. should have ran Republican.
4: Well, he you know you can't. You got to get sponsored by the party. Oh, really? Yeah. So I can't just be like, I'm going to run Republican. Yeah, well, you'd have to win the primary against a much more popular Republican. Interesting. So yes. what if
3: I, Amber Nelson, mm-hmm. went on as a politician and I ran for Republican?
4: You're gonna have to get. Uh, you're gonna have to heist a lot of money. Uh, okay. You're gonna need at least five million. million. Really? At least. Can I just,
3: like, walk around and be like, vote for me? It won't work. Really?
4: Lots of people try to do that, and it never works.
3: Oh, wow.
4: Yeah, you need a lot of If you don't have a lot of money, you're not going to win. Okay. And it's just how it goes. Vote
3: for me. Vote for
4: me. Yeah. Sorry? I mean, yeah, I tried. I, I liked, uh, you know, I've tried, tried that with uh, the Los Angeles mayor, but... At the end of it, it just ended like, let's just not make, let's just make sure Rick Caruso doesn't win.
3: What if I had a bikini car wash?
4: If you had a bikini car wash, that could be, I mean, that always raises money. That's
3: like 15 votes right there.
4: People like that. We used to do that in high school. We'd get the the cute girls together, they'd be in bikinis. Yeah. We'd wash people's cars and make a shit ton of money.
3: That's nice. Yeah.
4: You know, I'd I'd sit out there and make sure no one gets assaulted or anything.
3: Thank you, Ed.
4: But, uh, you know, it was always a big moneymaker. We get the volleyball players and the cheerleaders out there and we. Cranking it.
3: All right. Yeah. Do, you do bikini well, car washes anymore?
4: I don't think it's. I don't. I think it was probably iffy back then.
3: Right. It's like underage girls sexualizing themselves for money. Yes.
4: Yeah. 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 But you know, we're outside of Einstein's Bagels. It's and so Florida. It was, yeah. It was. It was. It's oddly normal down there. Yeah. <laughs> so you got any heists, Eddie? Here's a cool heist that I couldn't get my head away from it. Um, Led Zeppelin. Okay. Um they got heisted. Did you know about this? Ryan, you know about you ever hear about this? Led Zeppelin uh July 29th, 1973, so like almost exactly 50 years ago, um someone heisted Led Zeppelin of like Somewhere between two hundred and three thousand dollars and two hundred and twenty thousand dollars in cash. Wow! From uh, this is you know, and this is back in seventy three. So and there was a in cash from a safe deposit box at the Drake Hotel in Manhattan. Uh, it was the last night of their tour. And the last night of a three night run at Madison Square Garden. So they were in the, and they were also in the midst of filming the badass concert film. The song remains the same. Great concert film. Please go watch it. Um, but Richard Cole, they had this really crazy uh, road manager guy, Richard Cole. He was notorious. Uh, went to check the safe deposit box right before Showtime to discover that the cash was missing outside of the deposit box, but the band's passports were left behind. So they yeah. so the people whoever stole the money wanted to make sure they weren't completely fucked, which is interesting.
3: That's good. So I feel like I would not tell the band. I'd be like, "You guys go have a fun show," and I would go find out who took the money. He
4: told them as they were walking on stage at no. MSG for the last. He told Jimmy Page, and he, she's like, "What?" And then Jimmy told Robert Plant and John Paul Jones and all and Bonham, and you know, like, they, and they're all like, "What?" And then, but. Uh, Jimmy Page did say that it like was like a magical show because they were like, "fuck it, throw cash, throw caution into the wind." Yeah, you know, we just got fucked, and they just played their fucking hearts out. It was like thirty show tour that like and they no one partied like zeppelin in 73 i I might i would say that they partied harder than any band
3: maybe i mean 1970s full of hitchhiking booze cocaine
4: oh my god so many women and men probably yeah i imagine they were very uh fluid uh but there are only so the safe deposit box there were only two keys uh, to the box, but one was with the hotel clerk, and the other was with Richard Cole. Cole claims to have checked the box at eleven twenty a.m. on the Sunday, and when he came back seven thirty p.m. on Monday, the cash was gone. Oh, uh, hotel clerk. Hotel. Well, here's the thing: there were two keys, so it could it could have been Cole. Oh, like it, it very much could have been Cole. It could have been some, They said it could have been someone who. Who stole the key from Cole? And because there's no cameras, seventy three. You know they just go like, "I'm here for the boxer." You yeah. know they, you got the key. You get they let you in. You know, and so they, no one could fucking figure out who it was. There's no cameras. They think they think someone could have lifted the the because Cole was with the band all night doing fucking blow and drink it out the wazoo. Lord knows what drugs, you know,
3: it might've not even been locked. He could have been like, I think I locked it. I locked it.
4: But if they stole the key, they would have had to bring the key back to Cole. Mm -hmm. So that's like, and then hide it back on him. That's like too much. It's too much. So the clerk, Cole and Zeppelin's manager Peter Grant were the only ones who had access to the box, um, so they were all questioned and passed lie detector tests from the police. The lock on the safe was disassembled, and the police dusted for fingerprints and found no. Evidence. The entire hotel staff was also questioned and put through lie detector tests, and no and no suspects ever arose. So some people say it was a publicity stunt from Led Zeppelin themselves. They wanted, but there's no reason for the publicity stunt because it's the last night of the tour. Yeah. So you know, and it's not like they had trouble selling the fucking tour out everywhere city they went to. Um, Is this
3: all the money they made from tour?
4: No, it's just like a fraction. Okay. okay. They made about four million dollars and about two hundred. $20,000 $20,000 in cash went missing. The rest of it's just like tied up in accounts and it yeah. goes back. But, and so people were, at the cops were actually like, why the fuck you got that much cash? Yeah. You know? And then he, Richard was like, we have, um, a lot of bills and, uh, we've got to pay them before we get out of America because it was the, everyone, whoever did it knew exactly what was going on because Zeppelin was flying back to the UK the next day. Mm-hmm. And that's why they didn't steal the passports because they wanted them out of the country and not investigating this shit closer. And so, and so they just went back, and then because they had made so much money on the tour, um, and they were such youngsters and devil worshipers and all that shit, uh, Jimmy Page and Robert Plant were, uh, said they were able to just uh, laugh about it, and until uh, and, and just like they just swept it under the bridge. But they got fucking jacked. Somebody told they. We don't know who did it. No one. They got away with it. Whoever it was, it was all hundred dollar bills. And uh, whoever it was got completely uh, away with it. Uh, wow! Yeah, and uh, so uh, it, it back and back then, uh, two hundred and twenty thousand dollars equals one point five million today.
3: Oh my god! Yeah, if I had that much money in cash, I would for sure not put it all in the bank because then the bank would be like, "What are you doing?"
4: I would put like I would never put it in the bank. I would just always, I would just live off it for the rest of my life. And then any money I make off my job, that's what goes in the bank.
3: Exactly. Pay for everything in cash. I'll pay my Spectrum account in cash. Mm -hmm. My cell phone. Those kind of
4: things you want on paper. Okay. Those kind of things you want to see that you're paying with your debit card, you know. But anytime you go out to eat, cash. Hotel. Cash. Vacation? Cash. That's where you
0: spend your cash. Yeah! When you're on the road and shit like that. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or.
2: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may
3: vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
3: Wouldn't it be fun to go to the airport and be like, a first-class plane ticket to Tokyo, please?
4: And just throw down fucking two grand in cash?
3: Would they call the police on you?
4: No, but if you had over 20 grand in your bag and they found it, they would would question you and maybe uh, take it.
3: That's, I always found that to be very suspicious because police are like, look what we found. And I'm like, you robbed somebody. You yeah. robbed them.
4: Yeah, 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 the cops robbed them. But they, yeah, if you're traveling with too much cash, you have to declare it and like fill out the proper paperwork. Whoa. Yeah, because also, you know, if I got twenty thousand in cash, they know I don't have twenty thousand in my bank account, you know. And so it's like, why wow, you got all this cash? Where'd you get it from? And so it's like, it makes you a suspect to a crime that no one knows exists.
3: I would hide it in dolls, like wooden dolls, mm-hmm. and just like roll it up, and then be like, "What? It's my little doll, Jeffrey. Yeah, and it's like five grand in there.
4: Yeah, biohazard bags. Those are always good. Yeah. No one wants to go in those fucking.
3: No, with my little needles, and I'd just be like, "I got the, I got the heart's problems. <laughs> yeah, where's a good place to hide? your money
4: oh afterwards
3: yeah like traveling in your hotel room where would you hide it so you, ed you have five thousand dollars in a hotel room and you got to hide it somewhere
4: oh i mean i'd probably just strap it to my balls <laughs> you know but, like, there we go. <laughs> but the uh five grand ain't that much to hide okay you know but i would say if i had a hundred grand to hide that's something you know worth hiding in a hotel room I mean, I love the, you ever seen No Country for Old Men? Yeah. You know, when they undo the uh, the air conditioning vent and then slide it in there and then put it back. Oh, with a little c- c- Yeah, they, they undo the, they, with a dime, they undo the screws and then, they, yeah. I, I think love that. I, The air conditioning vent's always a good spot.
3: Maybe underneath the bat mat?
4: The ba- bath mat? But everyone see it as a lump underneath the bath mat. Right. You know, you could just roll it up in a towel and throw it in a corner on the floor.
3: Very smart,
4: you know, because no one's checking a dirty towel on the floor.
3: Put a little period blood on it; oh, they're not touching.
4: Man, it. if I had a dime for every time I covered a fucking blanket in period blood, Put <laughs> the- <laughs> some money in there. Um. All right. So where where What's some place? Uh, let, let's try to create our own heist here.
3: I want to heist the Vatican.
4: The Vatican. Okay. Now, who are you bringing?
3: I am bringing the skinniest, meanest bitch I can mm-hmm. because my plan to heist the Vatican is we're staying overnight in the Vatican. In the Vatican, so we're like we're going in You're late. Too
4: old for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old for that. <laughs> It's <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> Maybe you should get a child. Yes. I mean, that's probably be Yeah.
3: That's And we like radio each other.
4: Very sexy child. Or we get like an 18 year old that's incredibly short.
3: That's right.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and we're staying overnight and we're going to like find ways to hide without the cameras. I do think mm-hmm. the Vatican is heavily like camera fine. Oh my
4: God. It has to be. Yeah. They literally paint the walls in gold. Right.
3: <laughs> yes well I want to go to the deep secrets of the Vatican like I want to go unearth the monsters the ancient monsters they have hidden in the hearth of the Vatican mm. that's what I want to see I want Satan's open-
4: eggs yeah you know
3: <laughs> Pandora's box like open it up you
4: yeah. know yeah that's a, I, at the Vatican I feel like That's tough, you know, because you're, have you ever been, you haven't been there, right? Mm -mm. I've been to the Vatican and I never went inside, but that outside the Vatican is enormous. There's so many cops. Really? It's a swarm with cops because the Vatican is actually uh, its own country. Mm -hmm. Uh, It has its own like rule, even though it's like a little part of Rome, Mm -hmm. it's its own sovereign nation.
3: Well, what would happen if you peed on the Vatican, like the Alamo, would you go to jail? I imagine
4: they'd, they'd probably beat the shit out of you.
3: Probably. Yeah,
4: I imagine. But I'm, I, I bet lots of people have peed on the Vatican. There's drunks and stuff sure. and homeless, you know.
3: And I don't want to make fun of Christianity. Obviously, that's people who I respect do. it. You do? <laughs> I just want to see the hidden monsters in the floorboards. Uh, I mean,
4: it's, it's the Vatican. I mean, Lord knows what's going on in there. Yeah. They it's so ancient and stupid. Like, oh, there's a new pope. Check to see what color the smoke is. Like, who? Gives them, what are we doing? Yeah, they're all in robes and shit. Why are we changing the guy's name? You know, like he's a pope. Oh man, yeah. yeah. The Vatican, I mean, if there's one place that deserves to be robbed, it's the Vatican. But I don't think it's gonna happen. You know, I feel like I'd rather like you know, it would be a good church to rob uh uh-huh. um St. Patrick's, you know. Speaking of New York robbery, they got fucking money. They got they got those damn, they got, I think I counted like 15 little cash boxes. Before you even get to the pews. Uh like wow. tourists are just shoveling money in there. Every time my mom would fucking put a hundred dollars in there when she was dead broke. You what? Know? Yeah, no, no, no. Like people just shovel money in there because they look at how grandiose and beautiful it is and they just want to feed money to it. And so like I would you know, those like as a little petty robbery, you can get up, you can just smash those open. But it's so so much security. That's the problem. You'd have to do it, like I guess, like a Monday morning.
3: I would disguise myself as a priest.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: And I would say, the Lord uh, Bishop wants me to take this box.
4: I would say you'd be better off disguising yourself as a nun.
3: A nun, okay. Because
4: no one pays attention to him. There we go. Yeah, no one's asking a nun for forgiveness. No one's, you know, like a priest. Everyone's asking them questions and shit. Nuns just fading into the background. That's their whole bullshit. Interesting. Yeah, and then you got that big cloak. You can hide shit under it. You right. know, you could be like, you pretend like you're a nun with big breasts. Woo, <laughs> 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 Don't touch me. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Just be like, yeah. Saving my body for Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: I've got like two grand in my pussy. Yeah, yeah
4: exactly. No yeah. one's looking.
3: No one's looking. <laughs> (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. I like this idea
4: <laughs> oh yeah no i think yeah a good a good church robbery i feel like you know doesn't happen enough
3: you know what i bet the vatican has catacombs or mm-hmm. like and i could go under yeah i can dig a hole under it and it probably might take years
4: it, could, it would take a while but you know you could start you know it's how you, you escape from the tombs in canal street right right and then you go you all the way underground through manhattan then you pop up through the vatican and then you You'll be you right before you steal the money. You'll realize there's already a priest there stealing it. Yeah, you know. Oh, shucks. <laughs> Get your own money. <laughs> I stole this money. From right. You. Oh man. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. They. I, I think in, the thing is like if you robbed a church, like the new the press about it would be how dare someone rob? You know, it's like. But the yeah. thing is, like St. Patrick's Cathedral. Like, remember when they shut it down? And they did that six million dollar like refurb of it for over like three years they, spent, they put six million dollars into one of the most beautiful buildings in the country mm-hmm. and they put another six million into it instead of like Helping the homeless people who are literally sleeping on the steps of the church—that's sad, you know—and it's like it's you don't know, practice what you preach.
3: But I will say, to play devil's advocate here, I mm-hmm. like looking at pretty buildings. Yeah, and when something is incredibly beautiful, it has a little more legitimacy to it. Mm-hmm. I've definitely walked by a church before that was like dirt poor, but they were saying the same things that the rich church says, and I was like, oh, this looks like a cult. This looks like crazy.
4: Yeah. A lot of like poor churches are just in like shopping malls and stuff like that, which is always like, I always feel bad for them because they deserve a better building. Because those are the people who actually like, you know, if you're going to church in a shopping mall, you believe. You know, <laughs> like yeah. you don't need anyone to talk you into nothing. You go to church at St. Patrick's, you're fucking hiding bodies. you know <laughs>
3: <laughs> to be seen. I remember going to church when I was little, and I was like, talk to my friends and be like, "What did you think about the sermon?" And nobody remembered
4: it. Yeah, no, good. you just sat there and uh, you wait for it to finish. Yeah. You know, that was the whole thing. And I was like, what are we doing here? Yeah, no, you just sit there and you put your body in the seat and you fucking fall asleep until it's over.
3: That's right. The minister would always be like, you women better shut up and put
4: out. Yeah, I would just sleep through church and I was an altar boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> You good at that. I was an altar boy. I could have been an inside man for these kind of gigs. You could have put that it would in the have been palm good. leaves. Oh my god. But yeah, put it in the palm palm sunday, great day to rob the church. Easter, you gotta hit him on a big day. Yeah. Right? You know, and then you do it you do it when everyone's eating cookies in the basement afterwards. That's smart. Yeah. You so everyone's there, but no one's upstairs. And that's when you fucking get them, man. You
3: take it.
4: Yeah, and you know they're just stashing it in a wooden box or some shit, you know, because they fucking think that no one's going to steal from us because they're going to go to hell. But the truth is there is no hell, so everything's fine. (laughs) (laughs)
3: It's fine. Didn't Joel Osteen's church have, like, cash in the walls?
4: I'm sure, that motherfucker. There was, like, a
3: contractor going in there, and they knocked down a wall, and it was, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash, just, like, walled
4: up. I could only imagine how much money that man is hiding. Tax-free. Oh, my God. Joel Osteen, man. Die tomorrow.
3: I don't like his face.
4: I don't like any part of him. I don't like nothing. his hands. I don't like his hair. No. I don't like nothing about him. My his family knees. loves him. Do they? Yeah, they love. They give him money. I don't understand the thing with giving money. To like these like giant mega churches. He has
3: the money already. They already
4: have it. It's because they
3: say if you give us money, all your prosperity will happen. Well,
4: yeah, because people think that like giving money, like, you know, takes back the sins that they committed. But
3: the truth is it doesn't do shit. And you're just broke and everyone hates you. I was in a hotel room drinking alone Mm -hmm. and one of the infomercials was like, you know, God blesses you in ways you can't even see. We had a woman. She gave us her retirement check, and it was the last penny she had. The next day, she was cancer-free. Oh, And I was my screaming. "It's like, fuck you. Oh, fucking yeah. Fucking criminals. They
4: are criminals. Rob man. them. And there's no, like, because they hide under. They're all, first of all, they're all tax-exempt. Yes. You know, fucking tax them. If we're not going to rob them, let's tax them. At least. I mean, this turned into another episode. I know. but. The- <laughs> <laughs> if you're
3: making laws for the government and you're not even being taxed, like what are we doing here? It's either, it's one or the other, man.
4: Yeah, um, you know what I did for fun because I like doing that. This for these type of episodes, I did my top ten heist movies. It's a whole genre of film. You love movies. I love movies. I love heist movies. I love criminal movies. I'm in for it. Okay. but you know, when I was when I was creating a list, I was like looking through like you know. Heist movies and trying to find which ones were cooler. And then, like, a lot of the ones I really like weren't even on the list. And so, but then I noticed that some of the heist movies were just like bank robbery movies, which, you know, if you're rob if you're heisting a bank, that's one thing. But I feel like, Hostage movie is a different movie than a heist movie. Right. You know, I feel like, you know, Dog Day Afternoon's not on the list because that's a hostage negotiation movie. Right. More than it's like all about the heist. It's about fucking some guy flailing because he sucked at it. <laughs> you know? I
3: saw a heist movie in theaters. I've talked about it on a previous episode, but it was a French film from the 60s. Ooh. There's Le Circle Rouge, the Red Circle. uh uh-huh. So it's French in the 60s. So like the cars are cool. Great. The girls are cool. It's like a, it's a, Highly recommend it. And I get kind of antsy watching movies. Like it's hard for me to sit still. I was on the edge of my seat the whole film.
4: Hell yeah. Yeah. The French make such good films. Oh my God.
3: And they're robbing like diamonds. It's crazy.
4: I love that shit. Yeah. All right. So, on- honorable mention uh, Reservoir Dogs, because mm-hmm. you don't really see the heist. It all, no. like there's a little bit of planning it and then it's all about how it fails. So I didn't put it on the list. I do love the movie.
3: Reservoir Dogs makes me think of like a guy in a fedora saying, Milady. Really? Yeah, that's okay. what it makes me think of.
4: I mean, they're dirtier than that. I'll tell you that. Right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's like a libertarian type of movie, right? I could
4: see that. I can yeah. see that. Um the Taking of Pelham 123, that is a heist movie but mixed with a hostage movie, so I pushed it to the side. Mm. I heavily suggest this movie uh if you haven't seen it, I think you would love it,
0: Amber. Okay.
4: Um it's from 1974. There's a newer one with Denzel and uh John Travolta. Don't watch that one.
3: Cause I've seen part of that one and I was like,
4: this kind of blows. Yeah. No, no, don't watch that. The original from back in the day, the bad guy, Robert Shaw and the two cops are Walter Matthau and Jerry Stiller. And they're fucking hilarious. Really? It's a heist movie. It's a robbery movie. People are getting shot left and right, but Walter Matthau and Jerry Stiller are putting on one of the best comedy displays. It's unbelievable. They're just quick witted and funny, but they're very serious. It's, it's, it's a beautiful film. I mean,
3: they're old school character actors. Yeah, like, yeah they're yeah. back of the, the classic Hollywood. Back comedy. when
4: people could still be fucking ugly, right? You know, like, you
1: give
3: know, me awful. the ugly actors. Ed. Yeah, they're hilarious.
4: What are we doing here? What's an ugly actor today? I can't name one. Oh, an ugly actor. I mean, Steve Buscemi's pretty ugly. He's like, but been even in the he's game. still kind of, but women love him though, you yeah, know? I love so him. it's, a, yeah, exactly. But he's got that rat face.
3: There's no new ugly actor.
4: New ugly. New Jesse Clemens is kind of ugly, but people, he's, you know, he's married to Kristen Dunst. Yeah. You know, and not was, ugly
3: enough. Not ugly enough. Honestly, the Ichabod crane type, the big nose, skinny guys, mm-hmm. they have the biggest dicks, Ed. Long ones. Long, long, <laughs> full, fat hogs. And women know this, especially mm-hmm. if you have a big nose.
4: No, well, not all big nose guys have, uh, have big penises. Okay. You know, speaking, coming from a Jewish family.
3: Oh. You know, well, it, I don't want to talk about your penis. Ed. No, we're not talking about my penis. We're talking about your family, your father's penis. How father big th- is your father's penis, Ed?
4: I mean, I remember the last time I saw it. I was like four years old, maybe. I don't know. It was longer. It was it was a sight to be seen. You know, we're in the shower together.
3: And he got his leg amputated. So the doctors just like, which one?
4: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Um, and the other movie on the honorable mention, just because it's got to be there, Ocean's Eleven. It's like the right. ultimate heist movie, but. Yeah, truthfully. Too many famous people for me. Too many, it gets a little boring. You yeah. Know, it's a little too tug and cheek, you know. Honestly,
3: George Clooney, snooze fest.
4: Whoa, I got, he's a man crush for me. Really? Oh, I love George Clooney.
3: He's the biggest snooze alert. What? Yeah. You're crazy. Unimpressed, Ed. Unimpressed? Yeah.
4: I love George Clooney. Okay. I think he's one of the better actors of of those handsome our handsome generation, you know Matt Damon and those guys. Mm-hmm. Clooney's my guy. After From Dust Till Dawn, I mean that was what sold it for me. All
3: right, that well, was so good. Nicholas Cage is my guy.
4: Oh yeah, well he's a lunatic.
3: Yeah yeah yeah.
4: <laughs> All right, number ten, Fish Called Wanda. You ever see that movie?
3: Oh, is that with uh, the curly haired share?
4: Uh no, it's um it's got uh Jamie Lee Curtis, John Cleese, Michael Palin, and Kevin Kline. Fun. Yeah, and and, and Jamie Lee Curtis is. Banging everybody. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. And like, but she's playing everybody. It's like everyone keeps turning on each other and it's fucking hilarious. Okay. Fish call Wanda, number 10. Number nine, dead presidents. Now it's not just a heist movie. It's like a whole 70s it's like, like Spike Lee, right? Uh no, it was um oh fuck, Singleton, John Singleton. He's okay. the guy who did Menace to Society. Okay. Um but uh, the it's a Back from Vietnam, you know, like it just shows like how desperate people were and then like, you know, so and they had to and they they were trying to fight for, you know, equality and all that stuff and so they end up robbing a bank. It doesn't go too well. Dead Presidents. All right. Um The Hot Rock I don't think people really know about this movie. The Hot Rock, it's pretty fucking cool. It's from the 70s, um, early 70s with uh, Robert Redford, and it's a jewel heist movie. Really good footage, like background footage of the World Trade Center being built. Oh. So it's a, it offers like a lot of that. You could play too.
3: the movie in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like 9-11. <laughs>
4: And so that's really cool. I love the Hot Rock number seven. The town you ever see the town? No. Oh yeah. Ben Affleck wrote and directed it with Jeremy Renner, and it's a great bank robbery movie. Okay. Um. And then they they pull off some heist. They they try to. It's a Boston movie because most uh, apparently more bank robbers come from Boston than any other town in America. Okay. And uh and it and it the uh, they try they there's a big robbery at the end involving Fenway Park. It's interesting. Cool. Um. Logan Lucky. See, I, you know, it's same director as Ocean's 11, 12, 13, and 8, okay. Steven Soderbergh, but- Logan Lucky is the superior film, which right. is also a heist movie with Daniel Craig and a whole bunch of people. He's a hottie. Oh my god, women, fucking! I could only imagine. I wish <laughs> I can get my fingers on this that son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, they break him out of jail, and then they and then they uh, rob a uh, racetrack, like a NASCAR race, and that's really fucking cool. Um, there's another movie where they rob a racetrack with. Um, Richard Dreyfus, I believe, but that does that didn't make the list. Okay. Uh, number five, Hell or High Water. You ever see that?
3: I feel like I'm having a stroke right now, because you're naming off all these movies I've never heard of.
4: I, well, you know, this is what always happens but when, I love this, it. when we do this. Yes, it is more for everyone else, but I'm just trying to talk to you, because no, we I run love a show it. together. Yeah. Um, the- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch these movies. I hope so. I mean, these if you're going to watch heist movies, these are the ones okay. that I suggest. Informative. Hell in High Water came out a couple years ago. Uh, it was nominated for Best Picture. It was written by Taylor Sheridan, you know, who's kind of a snooze man himself, but- He does Yellowstone and all those shows, you know, so he's like, he's kind of annoying, but this movie's great. Jeff Bridges, unbelievable. Ben Foster, check it out. Hell or high water. If you haven't seen it, number four, die hard with a vengeance. I now, like that. I was trying to think about like if I was considered Die Hard a heist movie, because it's definitely a bunch of guys trying to do a heist, but it's more of an action film with a hostage thing, so yeah. I, I discounted the original Die Hard, and I went with Die Hard with a vengeance, because there's no hostages, and it's all about the heist.
3: Oh, there's two movies? There's, there's two,
4: five Die Hard movies.
3: There's five Die Hard's. Yes, there's That's five. That's four is too many. One.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah, well uh, the first three are fun. Okay. And then after that, they're dog shit. Right. Yeah. But uh, the first three are great, and this one has Samuel five Jackson. Five
3: Die Hard's. Oh yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. How do you, I can't believe you didn't know that. No idea. Yeah. I know the glass on the floor.
4: Yeah. Oh, what a great device. Yeah. You know when they're like in the beginning of the movie, they're like, "Oh, we to take care of the air sickness, you take your shoes off and you scrunch your your your, your toes on the floor, mm-hmm. and then the and then it starts, and he's off running with no shoes. What a great device! And then they're just fucking with his feet the whole movie. Vulnerable. Um, Kelly's heroes, great." heist movie. Um, It's a World War II heist movie. Um, Clint Eastwood is the leader of these guys. Okay, And then they learn, the, the war is about to end and they learn about all this German stolen gold. Wow. And so they go, they just say, fuck it to like listening to any of their superiors anymore and they steal some tanks from the army and they go into this German town and fucking take it over so they can steal the gold out of their out of their bank before America finds out about it.
3: Wow, good for them. It's a
4: really good movie. Kelly's Heroes a little too long, but right. most movies in the 70s were.
3: Uh, by the way, Kelly great name for a guy.
4: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like a
3: handsome. I mm-hmm. picture him being tall and striking. Clint Eastwood. Right.
4: Uh, the Sting. Robert Redford, Paul Newman, Robert Shaw, the bad guy again. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just a good old, it's also, it's like a con man movie Mm -hmm. and and a heist movie at the same time unbelievable gotta check it out stealing money from gangsters
0: love
3: it you can't go wrong i have a friend of mine that's gay and he lives in paul newman's not paul newman who's that guy that was gay back in the day
4: rock hudson rock
3: hudson yeah he lives in his house
4: oh yeah
3: yeah yeah good
4: for him i know that's great that's
3: like playing gay on hard mode oh yeah
4: (laughs) (laughs) and finally my number one heat Oh God, I love that fucking movie. Michael Mann directed. Everyone's in this movie. It's like every cool dude who ever lived, uh, Pacino and De Niro for the first time together in the same movie. Well, on screen together, they're both in Godfather too. Okay. And it's unbelievable. John Voight's in it. Henry Rollins is in it. William Fichter's in it. Danny Trejo's in it. Wow. Uh, who else? Are Tom they- Sizemore. He's a piece of shit. Val Kilmer. How can I forget Val Kilmer? Cotty. Yeah. Day McClellan- <sighs> Williamson, uh, Bubba from Forrest Gump is in it. I mean, is it Natalie young? Natalie Portman plays a distraught teenager in it. But honestly though, that's my heats three hours long. And there's this like whole side thing in the movie with Al Pacino and his wife and her daughter that it's like, she's depressed and Uh he's never home. And it's like, 30 minutes of this movie is dedicated to this. They easily could have just taken this out and made it all about the heisting. And it would have been such a better film.
3: Are they all Italian? And they're like, it's so so hot.
4: No, they're just like hardcore, like LA, like criminals. Okay. They're not even like gangsters. They're just like career criminals.
3: Wasn't there a heist in LA that was like huge? Like they robbed a bank in North Hollywood or something.
4: That was, I was going to talk about that. There was a, the, the bank of America right next to me, they tried to heist it, I think in the nineties and it was a huge shootout. Whoa. And uh, a bunch of people died and it's kind of, um, he, the shootout at the end of Heat is actually half based on that shootout. Wow. Yeah, and so there you go. Actually full circle.
3: Love it. I would say if anybody approaches you with a gun and they say, give me your money. Give just, them the money. Just give them the money. What are we doing here? Yeah.
4: Money comes and goes. Exactly. Just give them the money. Um, thank you for listening to our heist episode. Thank
3: you for doing the research for the films, Ed. I love watching movies. What's oh. the opposite of a heist? Giving.
4: Yeah, giving. Yeah, Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Although Reindeer Games, a heist movie that takes place during Christmas, just put it out there, also Trapped in Paradise. That's a great heist. I should have put that on the list. That's right. That's got Nicolas Cage in it. Nicolas Cage, Uh Dana Carvey, John Lovitz, they're brothers. They go to this small town paradise. Mm -hmm. They find a bank with no cameras and a sleepy guard, and they steal the money. And then the spirit of Christmas hits them, and they got to give it back.
3: Damn! What do you think the worst possible moral thing you could do? I'm thinking heist an orphanage on Christmas Day.
4: I mean, how much money you really get? A goose? No, yeah, no. If you're lucky, it's more just <laughs> you're probably just getting a bunch of cans. Yeah. You no, know, heisting an orphanage. You know, like what? Would you even do it? You know, I would. I would say the meanest heist. Yeah, anytime you take from the poor, I would say yeah. that's like really mean. But anytime you're taken from a giant company, you know, I support it.
0: as much as I shouldn't. Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh, if someone could heist Amazon. But then you just get a bunch of broken shit that you got to return anyway. And then you got to find out of the box, you know, and this is a whole mess. Right. You know, yeah. But um, Nestle. Nestle be a good I heist the fuck out of Nestle. Lake Geneva. You get out of you get a jet ski and you just take it across the lake and you get out of there into the woods. And then uh I don't know if they keep money there though. They probably stash that in some secret banks. It's somewhere.
3: probably like liquidated and yeah, like now, stocks. I
4: feel like now heists are just like done on computers. It's just like click clack. Clickety-clack, and, you know, clack
3: clack. Yeah. I gotta learn how to code.
4: Yeah. yeah. Steal a bunch of money. Mm, there you go. Don't I mean this whole podcast is evidence the, um, (laughs) but you know, uh, you know, obviously this is all tongue in cheek and you should not break the law in any way. No. Um, but if you do break the law, just do your best to not get caught. Um, thank you so much to everyone for listening to this episode. Big news. There's lots of big announcements coming at you right now. Um, the LPN subathon Is going to be on Saturday, July 29th, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. on the LPN Twitch channel. The entire network's going to be there. We got Jake Young flying in town. We got MJ Neffel flying in town. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've got some big guests booked. I'm going to be in a hot tub interviewing them. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. And cook some food. We got the premiere of the Hoopoo Goo Goo game, our new Twitch show coming you from the brighter side in LPN. That's going to be a blast. Uh, Amber and I are going to be hosting a new version of our famous show that we do here as a podcast. Also, uh, there's going to be a million good puds going to be on it. And, yeah, and then there's going to be uh, what 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 are some of the other shows? We're doing like a love box. Oh yeah, it's you're like hosting a dating a, thing. Yeah, you're doing a whole dating show with Holden and Jackie. Yeah, and,
3: and I will say Twitch, you don't need an account, mm-hmm. and it's not as scary as you think. Like I know we all think of Twitch as like gamers screaming well, don't, slurs. You do
4: need an account. I thought
3: you can just watch. Twitch.tv slash last podcast network.
4: Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Well if you want to comment or get any of that, right. you know, you will need an account. And if you, you know, it is the subathon, we're trying to get as much basically we're launching a badass network that we, we already kind of exist on Twitch. You know, we do our show on there, obviously. Spun's on there, obviously. But we're, like, launching a... F- we're getting everyone in the network involved. And we're fucking... We're going to try to take Twitch by storm. Yeah. And this is our big launch to get a bunch of subscribers. So please come subscribe. You won't... You. It'll, there's going to be a huge... You know, fuck it. There's going to be a roundtable reunion at the end of it. Yeah. You know, so like, come on. And it on. costs no
3: money to subscribe.
4: It co- well, it, right? It costs $5. Dollars, it money. does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a uh, sub. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> My bad. But you could follow for free.
3: Follow for free. You could follow that for free. That still helps us out.
4: Yes, it does. But we are trying to raise money for our new network and pay for our fancy new right. studio. Right.
3: Don't give us any money. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare.
4: Um, so please come and check out all the new shows that we're going to be having on our new on, uh the revamped lpn twitch channel that's going to be july 29th saturday 10 a.m to 10 p.m you know who i booked who the predator who's that you know you know you know, you know the predator oh like
3: like,
4: yeah i booked the guy in the suit really yeah he's fucked you're gonna love this guy
3: is he like the guy that walks on hollywood walk of fame
4: no 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 like he was in the movie playing the predator what yeah he's my buddy dane and i booked him and i'm gonna interview the predator
3: wonderful yeah
4: i can't wait so he's fucking hot too (gasps) is he single like um i think yeah i think he's perpetually single Uh, oh yeah but yeah no he's like fucking like he's got the v yeah you know down there by by the dick you know like those muscles he's got that shit he's he's a fucking predator you're turned on i mean i love that i mean i I am uh, yeah that guy that guy yeah, he's very attractive.
3: Oh, he is. Would you be in a threesome with him and George Clooney?
4: Mm, I would just watch it. Beat it. <laughs> the, <laughs> uh, Instagram, Amber Smelson, Eddie Tunes, the Brighter Side LPN. Uh, Twitter, at Amber Smelson, at Brighter Side LPN. You a thread girl yet? You threading? What's that? Threads? I can't handle another
3: social media app. I'm, I'm not doing
4: it either. Yeah, but if you were to do it, I would have plugged it right here.
3: There you go. I did see a funny quote from Threads. It was like mm-hmm. a screenshot, and somebody said, "My child, my husband locked my kid in the car, and he died because it was too hot." <laughs> and then the post underneath said, "What kind of pussy you like? Shaved hairy." <laughs> <laughs> it's just like chaos over there. I Threads,
4: uh, are you ready for this? Another big announcement, Amber. Uh huh. Beach blanket bingo. Whoa. October twentieth, San Diego. LPN is taking that city by storm. Mm -hmm. We're going to do a big old show like we did at the Grand Ole Opry last year and uh, at the Ryman, and then we're just going to come out. Brighter Side's going to do a set. All your favorite shows are doing a set. The story must be told. Everyone's coming out, and we're bringing it to San Diego October 20th. I love it. Beach Blanket Bingo. We're going to hit the beach a little bit. We're going to do some... I think we might even do some other stuff around town and tell people about it. Like Uh There might be a karaoke night or something like that, so... Keep your ears peeled for that. It's going to be worth to fly into town for if you don't live in San Diego. It's going to be a huge show. You're not going to want to miss it.
3: Can I plug something? Yeah. August 12th, I'm going to do, it's my last push before I go to Germany. Ooh, this is big. So I'm going to do a Twitch all day and I'm going to go, I'm going to work out. I'm going to show you guys how like how I work out. I'm going to make a bunch of food. I'm going to give you some cooking tips. Yeah, We're going to hang out. I'm gonna do some tarot readings. I might invite some friends over. I'm coming by. We already talked about yeah, it. Yeah, so it's just kind of like a spend the day with me, and you know, I'm gonna give some tips because I'm not a panhandler. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do like a service, I guess.
4: We did this when I got married. You right. know, we we did a whole fundraiser to fund my wedding, Jackie's wedding, and uh, Holden's uh, baby.
3: Yeah, it's like a fundraiser. I'm just gonna put my Venno up there, and yeah. then just- Bop it, whatever you can, into my Venmo just to help out. Yeah. So I don't want to open up a credit card.
4: Yeah, no. Amber's going to Germany. We want to take care of her, make sure she has a good time. We'll talk about it on the show. You're going to love it. Uh, make sure you show up. That's going to be August 12th. 12th. All, Let me make sure. All day on Amber's Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash Amber Smelson. Um, uh, go follow her anyway. She's a you're doing lots of Twitch stuff on there. Yeah, every you hang, Friday. Every Friday you hang out on your porch, and then sometimes you just go live and chit-chat at random, I see.
3: Yeah, sometimes I'm feeling kind of randy. I have mm-hmm. a bunch of alcohol left over for my birthday. Mm. So I was like, fuck it. I'm not drinking alone if I'm drinking on Twitch.
4: That's right. Yeah? That's right, that's right. Um, okay, are you ready? Here comes another big announcement. Mm-hmm. There's a big announcement day here. I should have done this at the top of the show. That's okay. Uh, Murder fist 20-year anniversary. I can officially announce it. Wow. September twenty-second at Dynasty typewriter 10 p.m. come on out we're flying in all the guys from new york we're flying in kellen from uh from florida we're flying in madeline we're flying in carly from kansas we're getting the gang back together amber's gonna be there i'm gonna be there holding jackie henry for fuck's sake the murder fist 20 year anniversary if you don't know what murder fist is um please it's a, it's a sketch group we used to we, we never broke up But we don't, we haven't performed together in like five years. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to be a huge reunion. We started in Tallahassee together when Henry and I were roommates and we, it's still a thing. And so it's going to be unbelievable. John Moreno, Jared Warner coming in for the show. Uh, The 20th anniversary of Murder Fist. It's a two hour show. We're going to do some sketch comedy. We're going to play some hits and we're going to do some of the old school shit. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for the show. I haven't done sketch comedy in five years and it's like how I started in comedy. I miss it so much. I do too. I can't even tell you how much I miss sketch comedy. This is something I'm really looking forward to and I know it's going to be a banger of a show we're
3: just lazy now we're just talking we also don't have to memorize lines
4: go tickets are officially on sale on the da- dynasty typewriter website this is going to be in los angeles by the way um so go and buy tickets now if we sell this out fast we're going to do a second night wow so go buy it now just so we could show them that hey people do want to see the murder fish show because people you know they forget about you if you don't do shit all the time. That's right. And it makes us feel good. Yeah, absolutely. So go get your tickets now, and then we'll go book a second show. I can't wait. Dynasty Typewriter, September 22nd. Bring your fucking mother. Bring your dog. It's going to be a hoot. All right, another live show. Woof! You know, really? Yeah, we plug. You know, this is the one I talked about at the top of the okay. show. Just another reminder: uh, July twenty first, Friday, nine p.m. Brighter Side Live at the Pack Theater, uh, sixty three twenty Santa Monica Boulevard. Cheap show, seven dollars. Jeff Ross, uh, Nicole Buchanan. It's gonna be a blast. Um we have Brighter a Side on. Live on Twitch. The next one's gonna be. On July nineteenth, uh, Amber is jury duty, so she might be late. We'll figure it out. I'm sure know. it'll be fine because we don't go on until eight p.m. Pacific, eleven p.m. Eastern. Uh, come check that out. That's on the LPN Twitch channel. That's going to be a heavy day for me. I'm gonna. That's the. That's the anniversary of my mom passing. And <gasps> Eddie, so I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. It's okay, but I'm gonna be. We're gonna be talking about my movie. We'll be yeah. pushing it. It's gonna be a great way for me to release some bad juju and get my energy in the right place. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I'm glad to be doing a show. It's better to be busy on these days than doing nothing.
3: Love that. Should I make a mushroom lentil soup for you?
4: I mean, it's mushroom barley. Sorry. And I have the recipe. Okay. But pumpkin squares are allowed. Oh, that's a good idea. I'll bring some pumpkins. All right. Uh, We got Patreons. Amber, what's going on over there?
3: Amber Smelson. It's a way to support me as an artist. And I post um, a lot of um, girly things, like how to find your skin tone color. Nice. Also just writings and things.
4: Hell yeah. And you 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 created. Your slut pop playlist. On mm-hmm. it. I got Patreon too. It's patreon.com slash tunes. Um, I put a lot of playlists up there for people, and then the murder fist themed Eddie Tunes two-hour radio hour um will be out this week. Last week I put out the road trip and playlist, which was a lot of fun. Um, but in, and then also uh, just so you know. Uh, I have so many of these playlists available on Spotify. Uh, You can find me under Ed Larson and Napster. It's Eddie Tunes. And I'm on Apple now, too. But I don't even know what my fucking name is. I'm still learning Apple. It's so difficult. It's like such a hard interface over there at Apple. Really? Yeah. It keeps kicking me off. I can't find my shit half the time. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I just hate that goddamn service. But I'm part of it for you people. (laughs) And uh, all my new playlists that I make, I make on Apple, too. And they they get pumped out. So don't worry about that. Uh, Join the Patreon. It's all, I love music and I get to share it with you there. Um, Also, if you want a playlist, I'll make it for you for $50 because it takes hours of my time. And you're going to have like, you made weddings and stuff, right? I made a bunch of these now. Uh, Sometimes I release them publicly, but usually I keep, if you want them private, I keep them private and only you have access to it. Um, I'm gonna be performing some stand-up shows coming up. Uh 8 4 and 8 5. I'm gonna be at Portland in Helium with Jeff Ross on uh September 14th. I'm actually gonna be with uh Page Seven and Wizard the Bruiser in Tampa. So if you go into that show, you'll see me too. Wow. Um on the 15th and 16th, I'll be in Orlando doing shows in a backyard and a don't tell comedy show. That's gonna be a lot of fun. And then uh and then, of course, the murder for his 20 year the next week. Um, you can still buy and rent my movie how America kill my mother how America mother.com someplace underneath the greatest show about missing women is still a veil <laughs> is going strong um mm-hmm. what do who are you guys talking about this week
3: um we talked about a pop singer in Mexico and but we're gonna record some more this week with yeah. some other stuff and sometimes I don't know what it is mm. not Selena <laughs> no not Selena
4: I recently saw the movie Selena it was good yeah. I liked it. I didn't think I would, but I really liked it. It was very touchy. Jennifer Lopez. Her breakout role, right? Yep, yeah, she was wonderful. unbelievable. A sticker giveaway, you love it, we got it. The uh, Brighter Side mail, mail us a self-addressed stamped envelope to the Brighter Side Care of LPM PO Box 470 North Hollywood California 91603. Thank you, April, Madeline, Ryan, Maddie, for all the work you do on our show and taking us out today. Is a song off of the Road Trip and playlist, The End of Comedy by Drug Dealer. Wonderful song. I'll play it for you. Annie. I love it. You're gonna you're gonna go crazy for this song. Be good to yourselves. Woo! that was a lot. Yeah. We, got, we got a lot coming up We did like 20 minutes of outros I, know. I love it I mean,
3: We got a lot going on We got a lot
4: going on yeah. If you stayed through And heard all of our plugs God bless you God bless I you I fucking love you <laughs> Drug dealer Here it is The end of comedy Be good to yourself
1: The fiction takes a picture Of what's on my mind When I needed something To tell me I'm fine You've got your money But your talk is cheap.
0: This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors.
4: You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to
0: lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra.